Hi, I'm Dan Pleiss. And I'm Amber Ray. Welcome to Unconditional Love. A podcast about personal responsibility. Hello, uh, welcome back to our podcast. Uh, it's been a minute, but uh, we <laughs> wanted to um, record another one. Uh, and so the, the it's my week to choose a topic. So this week I chose loving growth. Um, my name is Dan Pleiss, and uh, I'm a 55-year-old gay man who lives in Chicago and a long, with a long-time partner. Um, and ostensibly in an open relationship if, when, if and when the pandemic ever ends. Um, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, uh, just uh, living my life and trying to learn how to be better at it. And this is what Amber and I talk about all the time. So uh, we wanted to share some of our conversations. Yeah. I was like so listening to you just um, <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. Um, and I'm... Amber, and I'm almost 60. Good God. Um, and I'm single, and I have three boys, all adults, one who's still at home. Wait a minute, you're um, turning 60 in, in this coming May? I am. I was thinking it was 59. Wow. Yeah. Well, I hope it, you can come, or you can come to Chicago. That would be awesome. Oh. Um, yeah. Now I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> You're talking about who you are and what, oh, you, yeah. what you're about. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And I'm, I'm, anyway, I have three kids. They're all grown up. And I take care of my mom, who um, is at the care. end of her life. Yeah. Um, and doing this podcast is, like, kind of a highlight. Um, being able to have these discussions and think about things, like, Trying to figure out what to talk about. and yes. Like all of it is a good discussion, right? Even trying to figure it out mm-hmm. is a good discussion. So, yeah. So I'm happy to be here. And it's your week. And yeah. this is about uh, growing and changing yes. and accepting. Yeah. I, that's uh, so as a quick reminder, like for uh, like the podcast is kind of about how to how to try to navigate life's waters in a way that you can always be in a joyful place even when the seas are a little stormy if i to continue my analogy um float, but, Dan. yes yes you float. just gotta float just, gotta just float. go with the storm instead of fighting against it um and that's our podcast <laughs> yes and you're welcome um so i just i originally wanted to call this episode loving change but then as i was thinking about it I realized that uh, there's, for me, uh, trying to love, feeling like you're being loving in the in the face of change felt like it was um, as if change was something bad or something that you, I don't know, it felt like there was resistance in the idea of calling it loving change and and I realized that that like what because change is inevitable and what you what for me what I'm trying to to learn to do is to 
not even to not think about how like how I feel about something changing because things change all the time and and so rather than focusing on the what's changing focus on how it changes me and how I and how I grow from all of it and so I wanted to t- have the episode be about uh embracing the growth that comes from change instead of focusing on dealing with change mm, like um if that makes sense I just felt like for me it just felt it felt like a more positive place to be in when we talk about things that are, are you know the change in our lives that uh when I look back at things in my life that were especially difficult in particular, those are the things that I grew the most from. And so now, especially, you know, things that happened a long time ago, uh, when I look back at them, I'm just grateful for them because they helped me become the person that I am. And so all of those changes that went on in my life were all ultimately good. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like for for me, um, a good example of of what I mean is when we moved into this new house just like a year and a half ago. I'd never owned a house before, and I was very overwhelmed by the idea of owning a house and and getting tying up so much money in it, and and I just wasn't I don't know, I just wasn't sure if I felt like <laughs> I wanted to do that and make that commitment, and and I kind of resisted. I was so happy to be moving and happy of the of the new place, but then I just it just seemed like a lot of responsibility, and I resisted. I think really liking, really loving the house for a while, and I honestly believe that was why I hurt my knee um, right after we moved in. Was like I just I was resisting living in this house, and I um, part of me didn't wasn't ready for it. And so I had to slow myself down and uh, literally walking down the stairs, it just popped for no reason. I remember when it happened. And, and I remember asking you, what happened? You're like, I don't know. I was just walking. I was walking down the stairs and it felt like someone hit me in the knee with a club and something just popped. Um, <laughs> and and then being in this house has like really helped my relationship with Chad. And um, we've really... And part also from the pandemic, which is also a huge change that we've all had to deal with. But like when I look at how it's helped our relationship grow, uh, those change. I mean, yes, like on the. And we're lucky that we haven't lost anyone that we're close to from the pandemic. I mean, I need to say that. But um, for a lot of people, it seemed like it was such a hardship to be stuck at home. But we've really. Well, especially been- for people who like you got you guys. And my and myself too, but a lot of people like the pandemic. People have lost their jobs. They've lost their livelihood. They've mm-hmm. lost like their entire mm-hmm. lives changed, right? Yeah. As opposed to just slowing down. Yeah. Or being isolated, and not that both of those things aren't huge changes. They are, but yeah. You know, you continue to work, and you've been yeah. You know. But it's um, again, I mean, to your point, because we're padded by the fact that it was still able to work and and you know everything not having to work outside of the house um it, or you know maybe i should just be like, i'm just grateful that it, it hasn't been that difficult and we and the difficulties that we have had we've really grown from and it's 
and it's lovely. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I was just saying to you before we started recording, um, that I used to f- feel resentment towards my parents because they um, didn't seem very supportive in comparison to other parents when I was you know, leaving home and going to college and starting a life, there was zero financial support and um, they kind of just kept it, let us be on our own. And um, for a long time, I mean, it's been a while now, but for a long time I resented it. And, but now I think, well, they just like forced me to start dealing with challenges earlier. And it's, and I'm, I love who I am right now. And, I wouldn't be this person if I had been like uh, always had an easy safety net to fall back on when I was, you know, when I was in my early twenties, cause I, yeah. no matter what I had to make, I had to pay my own bills. And so that meant that you couldn't just be, I couldn't just pretend to be a playwright for 10 years while my parents paid my bills. I actually, I had to like figure out a way to try to if I was going to do that I was going to have to make money some way or mm-hmm. money from that or I couldn't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I sound like a old person who's like when I was young we had to work hard <laughs> for a living. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just you talking about it, it's like I think about like the times in my life when I've struggled. Like let's say I struggled financially those were the times that I learned the most mm-hmm. about being grateful mm-hmm. for no, whatever money has come to me, whenever it has come to me. Like, not having money has taught me so much about being grateful for the abundance that's mm-hmm. in my life, even though it's not there. So it's like that the the struggle itself is the gift, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the change. It's like I remember when, you know, like when night was, when I first started to recognize that night was having, was not neurotypical and I knew that there was something different about him. And then having to, when I, when, you know, he was diagnosed as autistic and I had to, and I started reading about it because I didn't know that much about it. Like I was so in shock and so, um, like I, I went through this whole grieving thing because, but the grieving thing was about not accepting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. as soon, and as soon as I started to accept just the reality of, I don't know what this is and I don't know who you are, but I'm going to discover who you are. Then it was, yeah. and now I can't now 20 years later, the thought of him not being this way like mm-hmm. it's uh, like I I like that's unimaginable to me. Like yeah. this is the only way he could be because mm-hmm. this is he's one of the greatest gifts of my mm-hmm. life. I know he's such a sweet sweet person, I and I love that about him, and uh, I identify with it uh, with his innocence. Like it, and I understand when he gets comes across things that are hard and mean because it doesn't make sense that life is that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about change too, right? Like yeah. it's about loving growth and loving, like 
I don't know. That was yeah. was one of the biggest growth things. Yeah. In my life experience this time. Yeah, so I was saying, uh, like, um, since change is always inevitable, uh, um, like, you're, like you, there's always something's always changing constantly, and sometimes the changes are more subtle, sometimes they're extreme. But one of my favorite quotes, uh, or the thing that it's really struck me, I've read the book multiple times. It's um, the fourth book in the Dune series. It's called uh, God Emperor of Dune. And it's so interesting. It's such a good book. It's so different from all the rest of them. Guy who like through he he met he becomes emperor and he man he find, he finds a way to make himself have himself live for like ten thousand years and he is trying to help the human race evolve past you know our self destructive tendencies and he so he has this very different perspective on humanity from everybody else. And he's talking to his helper, assistant, whatever, major domo, and trying to get him to understand his perspective on on what he's doing. And um, uh, or like he, or I think he's complaining about he's complaining that things are changing. Like this is like things have always been this way, and now you're changing them. And why are you changing them? And and uh, the the god emperor of Dune uh, says. Um, yells at him and says all of your senses are designed for registering change in your environment so what does that tell you about your existence and i just always it just struck me as so insightful that like that that's that's so true like we that's why what you you literally are seeing hearing tasting touching smelling changes in your Change. environment everything is changing constantly and we're, we're literally hardwired for registering change and yet we resist it and we also pretend that things aren't changing constantly that are changing like even like in spring while everything's growing and sprouting out of the ground like it's not the same leaves that were on the tree last year they're brand new leaves and the, maybe the tree has a disease this year or there's or there's pests that are eating all the leaves or whatever it is, but it's everything is changing constantly. Mm -hmm. So if you just accept that, then you can focus on what it means for you or how to grow from it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's making any sense. Um, it, it, it is. And what's that, uh, what's that quantum physics thing about, movement what is it um if you're not oh, i'm so glad that i can quote things that <laughs> something about like if there's no way that you can't evolve i mean that's basically yeah. what the quote is is that mm -hmm. you are never not moving forward mm -hmm. even if you're resisting you're still moving like there's yeah. no way there's just it's not it's not possible in the universe to not be changing. Yeah. And if you just flow with it, then yeah. you're not you're not spending energy pushing back against something yeah. you can't stop. Yeah. And you can just float. Well, it, isn't that true though? Like if you think about the times in your life, the thing that made your challenges difficult was your or let me 
bring it back to me. The things that have made my life difficult has been my reaction to them because mm-hmm. whether I resisted or not, the momentum was still there. The things still happened. It was just if I fought it, that's what made it um, so much worse, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to just saying, yes, this is what I need right now. Although mm-hmm. sometimes that's really hard yeah. to say. I, I, I mean, that, th- that was that meme that I sent today, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Where it's yeah. like, you have to say, yes, yeah. I need this. They, um, like I, I told you the story before, but when I did, when I was walking down the stairs and my knee popped and I fell down on, the, fortunately I was on the landing. Um, uh, the very, very first thing that popped into my head was like, I was, like a question was like, seriously, this is what, needs to be happening to me right now i i, I was just I, was, I just thought out loud like just really loud in my head like really and the answer came back i swear it came back uh, and it like it came into my head as if a voice had spoken and it just said yes and it doesn't it wasn't um angry or judgmental or or um disappointed or it was just it was just yes like this yes this is the next thing that that needs to happen and not Mm -hmm. not it's for the best not it's not it's not it's too bad it happened or or you or you should have done things differently or it just yes this is this is what's happening i don't i can't just i it was such a clear voice and the, the it felt it was completely loving and supportive and but also just like yeah this is what's happening now and um it's it's the right it's the it's the only logical thing that could be happening right now is that's probably the best way i've ever come of putting it of what it was saying like this is this is the next obvious step yeah Uh, and for whatever reason it's just what needed to happen right then and it was so it was such a clear distinct and it happened in an instant. Like I, it, I hit my knee popped, and I fell on the ground, and I was like, "Really?" And the voice was like, "Yes." Wow! 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 But anyway, um, so uh, to bring that back to um, uh, our podcast, I guess that's sort of. I mean, the, our whole this whole conversation has been about how to look at things that are that may or may not be wanted but that are changing and and looking at them as a positive thing so i think it's uh we don't even have to bring it back to <laughs> tying it into unconditional love because we've been talking about the whole time is is just how do you look at conditions and say you know what i it this is there's nothing bad that can come out of this. All the only thing, it's only good can come out of anything that happens to you, and realizing that can set you free from worry. Yeah. It makes me want to cry. I don't know why. <laughs> it makes me want to cry. Yeah. It doesn't mean we don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but there's it's awesome when you can, you get these flashes where you can just realize that you don't need to. Yeah. The sense of relief I get from that. Yeah. Um, I know it, I, I don't know if this ties in or not, and I know we're, you're trying to wrap this up really quick, but I was just 
for some reason I was just remembering when when Knight developed OCD um, when he was first in the beginning of high school and his his OCD was like debilitating for for I don't know if it was debilitating for him it was debilitating for me to get him out the door because he had mm. to like you know touch everything and mm. um, he had all these rituals that he had to do and everything and I rem- remember at the time when it was happening the, the first thought that went through my mind was like really god you're gonna lay this on us also uh-huh. Uh-huh. but looking back i mean we got through it do you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like we went through it like I, I i don't know if knight learned a lot i mean we did you know he had to go through a lot of therapy and we had you know we had to a, a whole bunch of things but well he, he must have I learned, learned coping. a lot and he learned that was his coping skill right yeah he learned coping skills yeah yeah hmm. it's weird when you look back on your life sometimes or you or you recognize all the things you've done and all the things you've overcome and all the, like all of it, it's just like, it's just like a whole, um, I don't know. It's a whole like treasure chest of, mm-hmm. uh, of a lifetime of experiences, good and bad that brought you and made you into who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry. I got a little emotion. No, it's awesome. I think this is, it's what we're, here to talk about yeah all right so if you like our podcast you can email us at amberdanlove at gmail.com and uh let us know what you think uh otherwise um uh, i have a my i have my next uh idea lined up so um i did too but i can't remember what it was <laughs> so uh i thought it was good at the so, time i remember so that so stay oh, tuned this is a good it's one. gonna be super interesting yes <laughs> Once we fit, once Amber remembers what it is, it's going to be super interesting. 